February 4th, today's quote of the day is by Helen Hayes, who was an actress from 1900 to 1993. My mother grew a distinction between achievement and success. She said that achievement is the knowledge that you have studied and worked hard and done the best that is in you. Success is being praised by others. That is nice, but not as important or satisfying. Always aim for achievement and forget about success. And that's your quote of the day for February 4th. Today's horoscopes, February 4th, Sunday, by Linda C. Black Astrology. Aries, prioritize time with your partner to deepen bonds. Teach each other new tricks. Review where you've been and make plans together. Taurus, focus on each activity and your movements become meditational. Pour energy into your work or exercise. Respond to the quickening tempo. Later, rest deeply. Gemini, the next two days are reserved for fun. Love blossoms with favorable conditions. The more supportive you are, the more you gain. Cancer. Devote attention to your home and family for a few days. The gentle approach works best. Love gives you strength. Create harmony, beauty, and delicious favors. Leo. Tap into a creative groove and make a work of art. Balance masculine and feminine elements. Friends help you make a great connection. Virgo. Compute expenses? That money could appear any time. Continue chopping wood and carrying water. Wash dishes and take out the trash. Keep your agreements. Libra. You're looking good. Confidence energizes you, and you can tap into both your strength and sensitivity. Provide leadership somewhere it's missing. Scorpio. Peaceful meditation and retrospection suit your mood. Organize your plans and projects. Pamper yourself with small pleasures. Rediscover something you love. Sagittarius. Your friends are your inspiration. To maximize fun and productivity, enjoy groups, meetings, parties, or conferences. Network, collaborate, and play together. Support each other. Capricorn. A professional goal seems within reach. You may need to manage more responsibilities than normal. Get support if needed. Play that ace up your sleeve. Aquarius. Exploration and adventure have your attention. Abandon boring routines and try new flavors. Follow a friend's recommendation. Get the backstory. Learn new perspectives. And finally, Pisces. Follow the rules closely, especially with financial transactions. Coordinate plans with your partner. Misunderstandings spark easily. Maintain patience and compassion. And those are your horoscopes for February 4th. Today in Rock, February 4th, 1955, the Blue Moon Boys, consisting of Elvis Presley, Scotty Moore, Bill Black, and DJ Fontana, headline at an amusement park in New Orleans. 1956, James Brown and the Famous Flames record Please, Please, Please 
at King Studios in Cincinnati. The single would go on to become a Billboard No. 5 R&B hit, selling over a million copies, but nine subsequent releases would fail to live up to the success of their debut. It would take over two years for the group to return to the charts with the number one R&B hit, Try Me. Same year, a Harlem vocal group called the Cadillacs entered the Billboard pop chart with Speedo, which will top out at number 17 and become a doo-wop classic. 1967, Seekers attained their highest spot on the Billboard Hot 100 when Georgie Girl peaks at number 2 behind I'm a Believer by the Monkees. The song went to number 3 in the UK and number 1 in the band's home country of Australia. As the theme from the film of the same name, Georgie Girl, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Song, but lost to Born Free by Matt Monroe. 1971, the Osmonds, a vocal group of five brothers fronted by 13-year-old Donny Osmond, received their first gold record for $1 million worth of sales of One Bad Apple. 1977, one of the best-selling albums of all time, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors, was released. The LP spent 31 weeks at the top of the U.S. album chart on the strength of the singles, Go Your Own Way, Dreams, Don't Stop, and You Make Loving Fun, all which hit the U.S. Top 10. The album eventually sold over 18 million copies. 1978, with movie theater promos showing John Travolta's character Tony Manero walking down the street to the beat of the Bee Gees Staying Alive, the tune shot to the top of the Billboard pop chart. 1982, Alex Harvey, leader of the 1970s glam rockers, the sensational Alex Harvey band, died after suffering two heart attacks. His death came on the eve of his 47th birthday. 1983, Karen Carpenter died of heart irregularities called by anorexia nervosa just short of her 33rd birthday. She had reportedly began to make progress in fighting her condition when she collapsed at her parents' home in Downey, California. A made-for-TV Carpenter's biography aired in 1989, and Karen's only solo album was released in 1996. It consisted of songs she had recorded without Brother Richard in 1979 and 1980. 1984, Detroit Quartet, who call themselves a romantic, see their biggest hit, Talking in Your Sleep, Peak at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. The million-selling million single stayed on the chart for amazing 15 weeks. 1989, a rock and roll oddity took place when a group no, that no longer existed had the top tune on the Billboard chart. When I'm With You had been recorded in 1983 by a group called Sheriff, but they split up in 1985. The music director at a Las Vegas radio station began playing the song in late 1988, and the record soon surpassed its original number 61 chart position. A couple of the members of the group combined with three ex-heart players and formed Alias, while others had minor success in Canada as Frozen Ghost. 2000, Doris Kenner Jackson of the Shirelles, whose soaring harmonies can be heard on soldier boy and a number of other hits in the early 1960s dies of breast cancer at the age of 58 2007 billy joel sang the united states national anthem during the super bowl 41 pregame show and prince performed during the halftime festiv festivities 2013 Reg Presley, the lead singer for the Trogs on their 1966 smash Wild Thing, died after a year-long struggle with lung cancer, and he was 71. 2016, 
Elton John gave a surprise performance when he sat down at one of the pianos open to the public in London's St. Pancras subway station. He entertained the crowd with a few songs on a piano that he himself had donated to the station. Also, that year, an updated version of the Mamas and Papas California Dreamin' by a German DJ called Freischwimmer, real name Sebastian Bernhardt, topped the Billboard dance chart. The original version made it to number four nearly 50 years earlier in March 1966. And in 2017, Black Sabbath played the final show of their nearly 50-year career with a two-hour send-off in their hometown of Birmingham, England. And that's your day in rock. February 4th. Early Facebook and Google employees form coalition to fight what they built. Five hours ago by CNBC. San Francisco. A group of Silicon Valley technologists who were early employees at Facebook and Google, alarmed over the ill effects of social networks and smartphones, are banding together to challenge the companies they helped build. The cohort is creating a union of concerned experts called the Center for Humane Technology. Along with the nonprofit media watchdog group Common Sense Media, who it also plans an anti-tech addiction lobbying effort and an ad camp- and an ad campaign at 55,000 public schools in the United States. The campaign titled "The Truth About Tech" will be funded with seven million dollars from Common Sense and capital raised by the Center for Humane Technology. Common Sense also has fifty million dollars in donated media and airtime from partners including Comcast and DirecTV. It will be aimed at educating students, parents, and teachers about the dangers of technology, including depression that can come from heavy use of social media. We were on the inside, said Tristan Harris, a former in-house ethicist at Google who is heading the new group. We know what the companies measure, we know how they talk, and we know how the engineering works. The effect of technology, especially on younger minds, has become hotly debated in recent months. In January, two big Wall Street investors asked Apple to study the health effects of its products and to make it easier to limit children's use of iPhones and iPads. Pediatric and mental health experts called on Facebook last week to abandon a messaging service the company had introduced for children as young as six. Parenting groups have also sounded the alarm about YouTube Kids, a product aimed at children that sometimes features disturbing content. The largest supercomputers in the world are inside of two companies, Google and Facebook. And where are we pointing them, Mr. Harris said? We're pointing them at people's brains, at children. Silicon Valley executives for years positioned their companies as tight-knit families and rarely spoke publicly against one another. That has changed. Chamath Palahaptia, a venture capitalist, who was an early employee at Facebook, said in November that the social network was ripping apart the social fabric of how society works. The new Center for Humane Technology includes an unprecedented alliance of former employees from some of today's biggest tech companies. Apart from Mr. Harris, the center includes Sandy Paracelas, a former Facebook operations manager, Lynn Fox, a former Apple and Google communications executive, Dave Morin, a former Facebook executive, Justin Rosenstein, who created Facebook's Like button and is a co-founder of Asana, Roger McNamee, an early investor in Facebook, and Renee DiResta, a technologist who studies bots. The group 
expects its numbers to grow. Its first project to reform the industry will be to introduce a ledger of harms, a website aimed at guiding rank-and-file engineers who are concerned about what they are being asked to build. The site will include data on the health effects of different technologies and ways to make products that are healthier. Jim Steyer, chief executive and founder of Common Sense, said the Truth About Tech campaign was modeled on anti-smoking drives and focused on children because of their vulnerability. That may sway tech chief executives to change, he said. Already, Apple's chief executive, Timothy D. Cook, told The Guardian last month that he would not let his nephew on social media, while the Facebook investor, Sean Parker, also recently said of the social network that God only knows what it's doing to our children's brains. Mr. Steyer said, you see a degree of hypocrisy with all these guys in Silicon Valley. The new group also plans to begin lobbying for laws to curtail the power of big tech companies. It will initially focus on two pieces of legislation, a bill being introduced by Senator Edward J. Markey, Democrat of Massachusetts, that would commission research on technology's impact on children's health, and a bill in California by State Senator Bob Hertzberg, a Democrat, which would prohibit the use of digital bots without identification. Mr. McNamee said, he had joined the Center for Humane Technology because he was horrified by what he had helped enable in a, as an early Facebook investor. Facebook appeals to your lizard brain, primarily fear and anger, he said. And with smartphones, they've got you for every waking moment. He said people who made these products could stop them before they did more harm. This is an opportunity for me to correct a wrong, Mr. McNamee said. Twice Times by Alan Alexander Milne there were two little bears who lived in a wood, and one of them was bad, and the other was good. Good bear learnt his twice times one, but bad bear left all his buttons undone. They lived in a tree when the weather was hot, and one of them was good, and the other was not. Good bear learnt his twice times two, but bad bear's thin gummies were worn right through. They lived in a cave when the weather was cold, and they did, and they didn't do what they were told. Good Bear learnt his twice times three, but Bad Bear never had his handkerchief. They lived in the wood with a kind old aunt, and one said yes'm, and the other said shan't. Good Bear learned his twice times four, but Bad Bear's nicoties were terrible tore. And then quite suddenly, just like us, one got better and the other got wuss. Good Bear muddled his twice times three, but Bad Bear coughed in his handkerchief. Good Bear muddled his twice times two, but Bad Bear's thin gummies looked like new. Good Bear muddled his twice times one, but Bad Bear never left his buttons undone. There may be a moral, though some say not. I think there's a moral, though I don't know what. But if one gets better as the other gets wuss, these two little bears are just like us. For Christopher remembers up to twice times ten, but I keep forgetting where I put my pen. So I have to write this one in pencil. If I Had My Life to Live Over by Irma Bombeck Written after she found out she was dying from cancer. I would have gone to bed when I was sick instead of pretending the earth would go into a holding pattern if I weren't there for the day. I would have burned the pink candle sculpted like a rose before it melted in storage. I would have talked less and listened more. I would have invited friends over to dinner even if the carpet was stained 
or the sofa faded. I would have eaten the popcorn in the good living room and worried much less about the dirt when someone wanted to light a fire in the fireplace. I would have taken the time to listen to my grandfather ramble about his youth. I would have shared more of the responsibility carried by my husband. I would never have insisted the car windows be rolled up on a summer day because my hair had just been teased and sprayed. I would have sat on the lawn with my grass stains. I would have cried and laughed less while watching television and more while watching life. I would never have bought anything just because it was practical, wouldn't show soil, or was guaranteed to last a lifetime. Instead of wishing away nine months of pregnancy, I'd have cherished every moment and realized that the wonderment growing inside me was the only chance in life to assist God in a miracle. When my kids kissed me impetuously, I would never have said, Later, now go get washed up for dinner. There would have been more I love yous, more I'm sorries. But mostly given another shot at life, I would seize every minute, look at it, and really see it, live it, and never give it back. Stop sweating the small stuff. Don't worry about who doesn't like you, who has more, or who's doing what. Instead, let's cherish the relationships we have with those who do love us. Let's think about what God has blessed us with. And what are we doing each day to promote ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally? Nice sentiment. And I will leave you for the day, February 4th. Hope you had a good one. I'm going to go watch this miserable Super Bowl that I could care less about, but I'm just going to do it because my family's doing it. Okay, bye.